Hey, this is Barbara Corker, and you are now tuned in to Business Unusual. And everything you ever learned about business, throw it out the window. I'm going to tell you the real deal. Listen in. Today, I'm going to answer all your burning questions about work, life, starting a company, getting on track, and much, much more. Be sure to call in to the Business Unusual hotline with your question at 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. But first... Hey guys, I've been thinking about a few things. I've been having a hard time with summer motivation from the emails and texts I'm getting from family and friends. I think everybody is having a hard time with the summer. Usually that's the time we're all feeling gleeful and happy and can't wait. Finally, finally this, finally that. Uh, But everybody's stressed, okay? So I've been worried about that and thinking about that. I thought I'd share a few things that are helping me. Rather than expecting a full encore change, you know, oh, it's going to be so different. I've decided to kind of take it easy and not expect so much of a change, kind of work into the summer nice and slow. I've gotten my head around the fact that what makes me feel good at home or at work is when I'm working on something to improve myself, some kind of skill set, something I haven't done before, but to give me micro focuses that make me feel like I'm making a little headway. I'm going to continue that right through the summer. I'm just not going to change it so much. I'm not going to be expecting some big difference, right? I think it's time to still work on improving yourself, learning a new skill, or even just changing your view, going outside, looking at things differently. Whatever you have to change up, because somehow that makes the biggest difference, a little change. I change it up, come back and work on myself or work on a skill, work on my business. And then all of a sudden, the importance of summer being so different and amazing is less so. You know, I just feel better about the whole thing. And then last, I keep reminding myself constantly, there's better times ahead. They're just going to creep in a little bit more slowly, but better times ahead nonetheless. And so I'm joyful in that regard and looking forward. That's it. Sharing that. See if it's helpful. That's the skinny. Thanks. Let's take a short break to talk about a company I love. Now let's get back to the show. Hi, Barbara. My name is Carrie, and I'm calling from New York City. I'm almost 26, and I am a newly formed manager. I became a manager about four months ago or so. And based on this whole coronavirus outbreak, we are being forced to work from home like everyone else. And I just wanted to get your opinion on the best way to manage a team remotely, especially for someone who is new to it. We've been having status every morning, and I'm trying to check in on them without being overbearing, but just wanted to get your thoughts on what's the best way to approach the situation. Bye, Barbara. Thank you. As a manager, this is your opportunity to get really good at your trade. What you should be doing with everyone at home is video conferencing at least once a day, to give clear direction, and make sure your people are working as a team. There's no excuse not to. The key is let people work at home. You have no choice. But the most important thing is keep them close, keep them tight, and make sure everybody knows what their job is. Hi, Barbara. My name is Eric, and I run a small video production company in Chicago. We get most of our business from corporate events and weddings, which, of course, have been canceled or postponed for the foreseeable future. What can I do to bring in more business while things are largely shut down? 
Thanks. There aren't going to be any big events or even small events for a while where people collect together. I'm sure you know that. What you have to do now is think through where could I parcel out my talent, use my talent in other mediums, and offer it on the many, many creative websites out there. What's interesting about this market when it recovers for the creative community is people aren't going to buy the same way again. They're going to buy piecemeal. So what talent house do you have that you could offer piecemeal and charge for and redo so it shines and gets there out there online as new offerings? You've got to reinvent yourself. Hey, Barbara, this is Mallory calling from North Carolina. I saw your Instagram post where you were asking for people to be on your podcast, and I'm a travel agent, so as you can imagine, the coronavirus is hitting our industry pretty hard. Didn't know if you'd be interested in talking about some of the things that we're facing as agents and as small business owners and just the different things that are surrounding how this is impacting us. Would love a chance to be able to be on your podcast, or if you could just answer the simple question, how could you keep motivated as a small business owner during this time? Thank you. Like so many businesses, a travel agency business is definitely at a standstill, and there's not a thing you could do about it. So why worry about what you can't change? What you should be focused on right now is getting ready to do your business bigger and smarter when things change, and you should be worried about meeting your cash flow, even if it's just for one from now until you can actually see the light at the end of the tunnel. And that's all we have time for today. If you have a question, leave me a voicemail on the Business Unusual hotline, 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. You can also tweet it to me at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success. Search and follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Audiation.